This interview is made possible by my friends at Athens Screen Printing, HP Overhead Door Company, Speedy Tech Repair, and Tinsley Law and Title. Their sponsorship makes it possible for me to provide free content to the community. Please say thank you by visiting each of their Facebook pages. Good morning, friends. This is Michael from Hannigan Media, and I am here with Henderson County Sheriff Bodie Hillhouse. How are you doing today, Sheriff? Doing great, Mike. How are you? I am awesome. Actually, it's been a minute it since has. I've been here. It's a little odd because uh, usually we do it every week, uh, but two weeks ago, I was a little on the ill side, so obviously my wife was in a panic that I had COVID. Right. Turned out I just had a little strep. And then last week we had a little bit of a vacation, so it's good to be back here. Glad to have you back. Um, so let's get right in. We got a whole lot of stuff to talk about today. You got a bunch of big busts, so we want to talk about the stats. There's a lot of things going on in the world of policing that we need to talk about, and I know you want to say uh, thank you to uh, some local businesses. So let's get going. Uh, let's talk about the stats. Yes, sir. Since we met last, uh, the, there's been 171 individuals booked into the jail, 41 females, 130 males. Our average daily population so far this year has been, has been 353. We've got 313 in jail this morning, and 40 of those are out-of-county inmates. All right, so the numbers are where we've been kind of because the average takes a while to change, but it sounds like we're going up a little bit yes, as the been. state opens up. Yes, we've, we've been teetering around the 320 mark here the last few weeks. Yeah, yeah, starting to climb. Uh, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. As the as the state opened up, it seemed to open up for the criminals yes, sir. as well. Yes, sir. Um, all right, so this is the first time you and I have had a chance to talk since everything has gone down with uh, in Minneapolis and all the protests have gone on all around and I don't want to like talk about what's happening elsewhere um, because that's elsewhere um, I think that um, I think that uh, w what happened was absolutely horrific uh, and I don't think anybody who saw that video can think anything other than that but what I'm interested in is Henderson County and Texas. So tell me, what's your take on all of this and Texas? Uh, you know, like we were talking a bit about just a little bit ago, Texas, I think Texas has really been uh, proactive on a lot of this stuff. Uh, we are, you know, our licensing agency is the Texas Commission on Law Enforcement, uh, also goes by the uh, name of TCOL. And they basically tell us what type of training that the officers need to uh, get every two years. It's on a two-year cycle. You have to get 40 hours of training every two years. Uh, and, of course, some of that is legislative updates, and then there's other mandatory trainings that they come up with. Um, and it usually comes from the legislature. You know, when the legislature meets, they come up with uh, things that law enforcement needs to do. And in the last few sessions, there's actually been a lot of training, and I've seen it uh, – uh, you know, we have it here, and I, I've seen it help law enforcement. Uh, you know, it's it's mandatory that uh, law enforcement personnel in the state of Texas now take de-escalation training. 
which is excellent training, uh, and, and everybody uh, everybody does need to take that. And then that's ha- that's to be able to calmly and safely um, calm down a situation that might be starting to get out of hand. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And it's not only uh, uh, you know our jail staff takes it, and, and our law enforcement officers take it. So. Uh, and then they've added a lot of training for uh, mental health training and a lot of this training does fall back on mental health a lot of times uh, people that we are having to deal with or you know have a substance abuse problem uh, and a lot of times that makes them have mental health issues and then a lot of people uh, or a lot of times we come in contact with people that just have mental health issues and you know before all of the mandated mental health training you basically had and and even the henderson county sheriff's office had a group of individuals uh, you know we've got a mental health division here so they got a lot of extra mental health training Um, now it's across the board everybody has to take these these training courses Um, you know there's there's tons of training that that t cole mandates that we take and it's and it's every officer in the state of texas and so a lot of these things, and the reason that this is kind of relevant right now is a lot of these trainings they, that the state of Texas um, requires and has required for a few years now are exactly the trainings that are being called for elsewhere in the country now. Yes, sir. I mean, this is already a requirement here in the state of Texas. Yes. The other part about this you and I talk about is the president um, yesterday signed an executive order that had to do with policing and one of the things in there um, one of the things that everybody's talking about is obviously the the chokeholds and all of those kinds of things and the executive order the way I understand it said you know police forces need to try and not use those or whatever uh, but what you're telling me is those have been a no-no here for years as well yes we've uh, you know we haven't used chokeholds in years um to be honest with you i can't remember when a chokehold was okay and i've been in the state of texas in my career you know i'm going on 23 years um now in a life and death situation if that is your last resort then uh you know but it it at that point it's not a necessarily a chokehold it could be classified as a use of deadly force um, and uh, you know we've all got guidelines that we have to follow, and but but chokeholds have been not okay here for years. Okay, the other part of this is that, and I know this from sitting in city council meetings and commissioner court meetings. Um, law enforcement agencies in the state of Texas have had to report on. The possibility of racial profiling and um, what the contacts, the, the, your word, when, when a right. police officer comes into contact with someone in the public for whatever reason, um, you know, you're going to make an arrest or whatever, or, or, or you get called out for something, you have to break those down and report those by race every year, right? Yes, and but what what we're really reporting is the self-initiated contacts, okay. the officers, like your traffic stops, pedestrian stops, uh, any time that you, the off not necessarily you get called to the residence, but the officer is taking initiative 
to conduct. I understand. To I conduct understand. A, a stop. So, um, and I think that's a really good way to report the racial profiling report because that's a, a snapshot of what those officers are doing, self-initiated. And, but yeah, so. So we, now are those broken down for you? Are those broken down by like officer? No, they're broken down uh, department-wide. Okay. I mean, now, when we have it, when we put all the statistics together, we have it. So we can, you have we can, it. We can actually see what officers do. By officer. So if you had a problem inside your department, you, would see you could it. address it, would stand it and out. see it. It would yes. stand out. And then if the department had a problem, you have to report that to the state and to you have to report it to the commissioner's court. Yes. Then the local government and the state government would be able to see that there's a problem. Yes, and and also with that report, I mean, T. Cole, the state of Texas is always looking and, and always uh, adding things to that report, and the uh, most recent stuff they've added is, I mean, of course, you got to have uh, what race it is that uh, they make contact with, what's the contact's for, if there's a search, if there's not a search. If, it's, if it is a search, is it a probable cause search or is it a consent search, uh, search incident to arrest? And then they've also added, uh, was there force used on the stop? And if there was force used, was the suspect injured or was the uh, law enforcement official injured? I mean, so, I mean, we've got reporting systems now that are already in effect that uh, I, I feel like are working and, uh, you know, I feel like Texas is, is ahead of the curve. I've been doing this for years. Yes. So, locally, there have been protests. Yes. Here in Athens, obviously, in Henderson County. Um, it's been, and I, I went to one, uh, but for the same reason I haven't been here for two weeks, I've missed <laughs> those. Uh, being out of commission a little bit, it's my understanding that all of those have been very peaceful. A hundred percent. We've had some as small as maybe 15 individuals, and we've had some that uh, maybe 150 individuals, and every one of them um, have been uh, peaceful, uh, have had no issues. Um, you know, we, we are there uh, monitoring uh, every one of them. There's two a week, and we're just basically there for the protection of everyone involved, the, the people that are uh, protesting and and uh, local businesses and and just you know you've seen and watched stuff that's happened across the nation so um, we're just doing our best to protect everybody involved on those things but but the folks that are here they have they've got a message to get out and they are trying to get that out and I think that that's important to understand that I'm going to go ahead and say I believe yes there is a national problem when it comes to this i believe yes we have a national racism problem um i think that um we have to be very careful however to separate what's happening on a national level and what happens in our backyard um, and make sure not to either conflate the two or be too cavalier about what's going on locally either. I mean, right. you can't you can't go too far on either end. You and I both said that before we even started the podcast. One of the problems we have is, you know, it seems like we're forever nowadays. We're forever living on one end of the scale or the other. Yes, and and kind of close minded. Yeah, I mean, whether when, whether you're on 
too far on that side or too far on that side. We got a bunch of closed-minded people on both ends of the scale. Yes. And those of us who happen to be in the middle, yeah, no one listens to us. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, all right. Well, uh, thank you for uh, telling us about that and talking to us a little bit about that. And there's that. one other thing that I do want to bring up, too, that, that – uh, I know local law enforcement here. I know I've talked to Buddy Hill, uh, Athens chief of police several times, and and then us here at the sheriff's office. Uh, people have asked, you know, to look at your policies and make sure your policies are in line. And and we've been doing that for years also. I mean, we, we look at policies all the time. And, uh, you know, if a policy needs to be changed, we, we do change those policies from time to time. And, uh, you know, there's... As an administrator, you have to be able to do that. I mean, uh, yes, you can write something down on paper, and then, number one, it could be just a bad policy, or number two, you can notice that things are happening that you need to address within the department. And and I know this for a fact here. Uh, you know, what I've seen in Henderson County in my career is when something does happen, because there's instances that happen throughout uh, here in Henderson County, um, you know, it's usually handled right then, handled swiftly, and, uh, you know, so we're always on alert, basically, to look and watch and make sure everybody's doing what they need to do, and I'm really thankful for the job that our staff does and thankful for the job that other agencies do here. Um, you know, they, they're out there doing the best they can, and, and for the most part, they do a really good job. All right. Well, let's, let's move on to um, the last couple of weeks, you know, the one really big problem I think we can all agree on in Henderson <laughs> County is drugs. Yes, sir. And um, yeah, we we continue to fight the uh, the epidemic of methamphetamine in Henderson County. And you had a couple of big busts that went uh, a good ways toward that. Yes, sir. Uh, back on June the eighth, uh, it was a little after midnight. Uh, Deputy Barrios stopped a vehicle south of Chandler and uh, during that stop uh, he discovered uh, almost 80 grams um, it was in the upper 70 uh, gram amount of methamphetamine and arrested uh, arrested the individual and so that was a really good case it was a, a really good to get that those drugs off the street and like we've talked about before you know a personal use amount is anywhere from an eighth of a gram to a quarter of a gram so to be able to recover 80 grams off of one traffic stop is a good deal and uh, we were excited about that and then our narcotics investigators on june the 12th uh, went to see judge uh, scott mckee uh, in reference to a search warrant and judge mckee issued a search warrant for residents off of box road outside of gun barrel city and they went and executed the search warrant and was able to arrest an individual who had uh, over nine ounces which is over half a pound of methamphetamine and uh, it, it was good to get i mean those are two large amounts of drugs here in henderson county and, and we're excited that we were able to get those off the street now when you start reporting meth in ounces that's a big deal yes sir yes sir it is so nine ounces on more than half a pound what help us understand sort of what that means because most of us you know don't have that conversion chart in our head 
<laughs> for how to convert um, methamphetamine. So, so what does that give me an example of how I can wrap my head around that amount? Right. Um, well, nine ounces. Um, you're looking at 252 grams of, wow. of meth. So, uh, and like I said earlier, you know, an eighth of a gram to a quarter of a gram is um, that's like is, a, is a normal use. Single yeah, use. single use. So you're talking about over a thousand. Yeah, you look well. Actually, if you used eighth of a gram, which is a smaller one, it's two over two thousand uses. Wow. Of methamphetamine. Wow. So that's that's a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. Um, and and that's one of those things where when you're taking that off the street, I know you have a zero tolerance level, right. and and you guys are busting anybody that has any amount of meth. But when you take that off the street, that makes a real impact on on the um, on the use community. Yes, yes, it does. It. Uh, you know, you're able to dry up a source, and um, and that's what it's about, is just trying to get it out of Henderson County. Which is really hard, because I know, um, again, we've talked about this before, you know, sometimes it seems like the minute you shut down one, a new Somebody one opens, else opens up, up. Yes, with the drugs just coming up from Mexico, and so it's a never-ending battle. Yes, it is. Right. Well, let's move on to something that's a little more... Uh, upbeat then and uh you've had a couple of uh you've had a couple of local businesses come by and uh, express their appreciation for you guys yes uh, last week treehouse cupcakes just stopped by and dropped off some uh cupcakes here for our officers and uh, deputies at the sheriff's office and i don't know if you've ever had any i'm sure you've no, had any. i've had plenty <laughs> of treehouse cupcakes but, but uh, they are yes. they're outstanding and and we wanted to take time to tell them thank you for for thinking of us and stopping by uh, they were wonderful as always uh and then yesterday uh kindred at home health care stopped by and uh fed us lunch and of course they've you know fed us the, fed us chicken and then uh and mashed potatoes and and green beans and it was it was awesome and they also brought a bunch of uh, pies chocolate and coconut and pecan and apple i mean it was just awesome and, and i just really wanted to take some time to tell them thank you uh for stopping by and uh telling us that y'all appreciate what we do here at the sheriff's office and uh we appreciate the thought. It, it was great, and it was very well appreciated, and all the staff knows where it comes from, and, and uh, thank you again. Kindred, I think, is the one who usually does the um, the, the peace officers. They, they usually do it outside, and they yes. have a big thing, and all. Sounds like they may have modified it a little bit this time just yes. because of... COVID-19, and we modify everything. <laughs> right, and I know they also dropped by some, and I believe Treehouse did last week, too. Uh, they stopped by Athens Police Department, too. So Yeah. All right. Well, hey, it's been great catching up. Um, I appreciate it. We'll get back to normal next week, talking about what's going on here in Henderson County and in your sheriff's uh, department. Thank you for letting us in, and we'll see you next week. Thank you, Mike.